Rush. Rush. everyone a happy uh schwanza as well schwanza. i don't know if you guys heard that was nancy pelosi wished everyone a happy schwanza last week is that real it's a schwanza that. yeah she yeah um spoke we, we, wrong her dentures were coming out or something i have no idea uh, but she look it up she said happy schwanza is that hey, supposed like christmas hansa kwanzaa yeah <laughs> yeah um so Mike, it's, funny, it's, it's funny you mentioned that about what to say because apparently and we looked it up last week but i had heard it earlier oh, that merry christmas is now uh considered offensive yes yes I do. Uh, stanford was it stanford who did it oh yeah stanford did you guys hear about that list of of stuff we can't say now stanford no, hold on hasn't merry christmas always been like a thing with like you know um anti-religion or separation of some type of yes. religious thing but now it's like going stepping towards racism now Ye well yeah, yeah now it's white supremacy <laughs> Oh, Jesus. <laughs> now, no. now you're a fucking nazi if you say merry christmas so uh, jesus was a jew maybe right um that, that's that's what nazi? they say that's what they say um i'm i'm not i can't confirm or deny but uh, yeah, that, that's what they say that that the big J was a big J. So or I don't he know. Could, could be from another planet. He could now. be an alien. I mean, or like here's the thing: he could be an alien that can resurrect, right? Because humans definitely can't resurrect from the dead. But zombie Jesus every year around Easter definitely <laughs> definitely comes back and you know gives everybody Easter eggs and grants Easter wishes. Um, Dark Magician Boy, welcome in. Good to see you. Uh, uh, thank you for being here. So, so I don't know these these banned words. I'm trying to find a list of them. Like, I want to know. Stanford. It's going to be its own dictionary at some point. It doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't matter if you just ignore it. Well, it, the problem is that it's become part of the lexicon, right? It's become part mm -hmm. of, of of how we interact with each other every day. <laughs> and um, a, a, found and it. Did you find it? Yeah. Did you find the actual list? I found it on the Daily Mail, but I couldn't find it. On, oh. What's your stream about, Dark Magician Boy? Our stream. Well, this is a music podcast, but today we're probably going to be talking a lot about politics since we're talking to friends of Zeus, and we. I think we were going to talk about some music stuff like Kanye oh, yeah. West and stuff. But I just went into this whole thing. Um, Desiree, can you send it through the chat on? Um, send the link to the chat on uh, Google Meets here. Oh bon, man, bon. now I got to find it on the, on the whole computer here. Hold on. It's now. on the far right at the bottom. Yes. Hold on, no, I got an eye pulled list. I got gotcha. you. Yeah, um, I'm done with band words. Um, there's a great book that I read many years ago called Snow Crash by this guy Neil Stevenson, and it's all it's like it, it's a really cool book. It reads like a Japanese animation. It's like bam, bam, bam. Like you don't stop reading. You go through it, but the end result is that words like are so powerful. Like if you if you remove a few words from the Bible, you change the meaning, kind of, mm. kind of. Like. And yeah, I'm I'm not I'm not I mean, outside of stuff that is actually offensive, I'm not changing Merry Christmas. I mean, come on, it's just it's ludicrous. It 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 is literally. 
so all these Christmas movies, are they going to have to go back and edit it and have Sam Jackson, you know, saying <laughs> happy holidays, you know, whatever. Um, I, I, I don't get it. I, I, I find it offensive. And I do really think that language changing language is detrimental to society as a whole. Like I really believe that. it changes over time regardless. It's just, and, and the thing is, you know, if you're of a certain age and you're like, man, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna follow this, but there's a whole other group of people, one or two generations behind us, three generations behind us that are like, all right. And that's all it takes. Right. Just a few generations. And then all of a sudden people are saying not, they're not saying white paper. They're calling position paper. Like you can't yeah. say white paper. Are you absolutely kidding me? Nope. Nope. I'm looking at it's it right there. And then it. Brave. I haven't seen Merry Christmas on this list. No, I don't think Merry Christmas is on the list, but I, I'm definitely, uh, but that's been something we're not supposed to say for a long time now. Right. Like, cause that's been before the the whole like before the whole pc movement sort of ramped up in the last what i mean i would say probably since like 2014 2015 it's really been ramping up um and oh thank you desiree kill two birds with one stone should be the link to the pedophile things at once the thing oh. is language is thought i mean language the words you choose and how you put them together uh directly is directly tied to thought, right? So right. if you can, I mean, we're not the first people that have seen the point of if you can control language, you can control thought. I mean, that's as old as the hills. But perception should be what we're mm -hmm. what we're concerned with. Me saying Merry Christmas shouldn't offend you if it's that's not right. meant in a harmful manner. So you saying? Right. Are you saying but context I'm, matters? Is that what you're context saying? Context matters. Yeah, <laughs> crazy. Right? Crazy like, is one of the words on the list. Yeah, you can't say that. God damn this thing. But here's the other thing. It's like, sorry guys. People always say the way we're saying this, like, oh, you're you're not allowed to say this anymore. You're not allowed to say that. In your in your uh, walking around Zeus at work last week, and I, did anyone ever get on you for saying Merry Christmas? No, no, no. So it's just in the media. It's just it's it's the media. It's the pre it's it's the the big shit show of asteroid belt that surrounds us that says this stuff. But yeah, they're actual, really trying to work. People a, don't say that. They're really trying to work a perspective, and it. I I I've said it before. It's the spaghetti test. They're just throwing shit up against the wall, seeing mm. what sticks. COVID stuck for a while, but I think that's kind of going away. I think people are just done with COVID. Honestly, I think apathy is a cure. Well, yeah. Well, I, and and plus, there's so much shit happening every day that people just it just sort of falls out of people's minds, right? Like, oh, it's just ugh. like like with the Hunter laptop, Hunter Biden laptop thing, right? If they don't talk about it, if they don't, and they just move on and they just call it something else, they can just. You don't steamroll. Yeah, you, you just you, people. There's just so much to pay attention to, and in or or not pay attention to that that it gets people. Uh, people just lose track of what's going on in general. So so like you say a blind review can't say blind review. It has to be anonymous. Um, the non-seeing review. <laughs> non. It, it's, it's anonymous. Um, what addict? You can't say an addict or addicted. You can't say committed suicide. Died by suicide. Because it's like a separate thing, yeah. 
uh, uh, hey, Dark Magician Boy, thank you so much for the follow. I appreciate that. We, we, we'll be talking about Kanye West here in a little bit. We, we, <laughs> I'm just so enthralled with this whole thing. It's uh, we hey, uh, well, I'm looking on here. Apparently, we can still say blowjob and handjob. Is that <laughs> to children? You could so say is, is Kanye a victim of career suicide or did what? I'm starting to feel for Kanye. What would you say? Is I sort of start to feel for him. I, I feel like, yes, he is certainly... He committed career suicide. He, I don't think so. His career was killed by suicide? It, <laughs> but you right. can't say his, groomer. His no. career died by suicide. His career died by suicide. Okay. What? What's the word for groomer, though? That's what I want to know. If Democrat. <laughs> um, so that would be like a pedophile, and so that would be I like see. a minor attracted person. Oh, yeah, yes, minor, minor attracted person. person. Yeah. Yeah, you, you have. Which I think is there's no word for a. There cannot be a politically correct word for fucking pedophile, pedophile, pedo. Yeah, I, no. I, it, it is. It is a. Um, it is a. Really. <laughs> like why? It, it it is it, it is something that is strange that we see more and more of this like acceptance of children when you see like Balenciaga that whole thing which kind of ties into. Kanye uh with like Balenciaga with with their whole ca last campaign which they were uh, supposedly canceled but I'm sure they're doing just fine uh it, it is strange to see this weird direction where we're getting more and more uh comfortable where it's like it feels like we're being prepped or groomed for <laughs> for people to be more accepting of underage sex um even in california they passed that bill i can't remember what it's called but they passed that bill where you can you know if, if you're 24 and the other person is 14 uh it's all good uh you don't have to be registered as a sex offender if the judge doesn't want to register as a sex offender whereas you know if you did that shit in ohio if you're a 24 year old getting with a 14 year old you're definitely a sex offender and a pedophile, right? So, like, all the sex offender stuff, though, like, if you didn't know that they were forced, and I know that sounds like, how do, could you not know? Sometimes you don't know. Yeah. And if they told you that, psh, if they're at a party, you're going to assume they're not 14. Sometimes yeah. in those situations, I feel a little bit bad for the person um, that has to now register as a sex offender. But every other situation, not you, a sex offender. Yeah. yeah. Here's the thing about this list that I find kind of offensive. If it was for specificity, like to to provide a better description of the situation, I, I'd be a little more, I feel it was a little more appropriate. But I'm looking at OCD, which we all know stands for Obsessive Compulsive Disorder. And it says detail-oriented. No, detail-oriented is... Not in, OCD. <laughs> no, it, it's not. OCD is going like this three times every time you walk out the door. I think it's the point of that one is... To not call people OCD if they're just, you know. Hey, guess what? You know, they're not going to be paying attention anyway. They're going to be too busy turning the key three times to pay attention to what we have to say. Um, <laughs> it, it, this, this list is really offensive. Paraplegic means what it means. Yeah. It's not person with a spinal cord injury. Um, they because that can mean an array of things. They could also have been shot in the head. So are they going to have to add that to the? Uh, the description they could have also had um what meningitis spinal meningitis there's it, it's very offensive i and stanford should be ashamed uh Terrible pocahontas words just don't make like 
Like why? Why is like black? Uh, what is it? Um, African American black, is not. Is it on there? Like that doesn't make any well, sense. Well, what's what's funny is the African American isn't African American on here. Like you can't say African American anymore. No, oh, I don't. I don't see get it. that. I thought that was the whole thing. I thought there was a thing where they're saying African American is no longer allowed, be, and you got to refer to African Americans as black people. And, but but I don't see it on the list, so maybe I just saw that in in something that was wrong, so I shouldn't even bring that up. But still, I think, yeah, I mean the people at Stanford that put this list out, they're just a bunch of retards. Oh oh, that's on the list. Oh oh, is it? oh I'm sorry. The word user, Oriental or yeah yeah Bonbon, in, in, she's trying to get her mom to stop saying Oriental, and you know what that is offensive to some to to some Asians. I like I know like I got some Asians that are actually you know pretty close friends, and they're just like, bro, I'm not a rug, I'm not a yeah. flavor of noodles. <laughs> uh you know i'm I'm asian i'm filipino you know like they call him asian uh or they call him oriental and really he is he's pacific islander so like which is a, a, apparently a different thing so um you know it it, it it does matter to people uh how you address them and i don't mind going and being like okay you know if, if I think we've had this conversation, uh, Zeus and Mike, you know, we've talked about, you know, I don't mind doing the whole like pronouns thing, which by the way, preferred pronoun is no longer allowed, right? Like, <laughs> Man, oh yeah, quick. people of color, people of color use generically. Okay. So BIPOC. Okay. How about, here's another one that the description is exactly what it is. Um, guru. Right. A guru is a religious figure. It's not an expert. They are a religious figure. They are thousands probably of gurus in india um like literally my my brother-in-law went to work went and joined i mean for lack of a better term a, a cult um <laughs> it was ama and she is a guru claims to be a guru i i don't get it it's like it's like we're just being kept on our toes you know yeah. It's like eventually we're gonna have this on on um, like automated computer billboards as we drive down the road. It'll be like, don't say guru, um, you know. And Look, <laughs> it's it's the whole it's conditioning. And and Mike was joking a little bit earlier, saying like grooming, but it's exactly what it is. It's a psychological training. It is. Look, it doesn't even matter what the words are. If if the big bullhorn comes out and says, Michael, you have to stop saying this word. I'm like, okay, okay. The only thing that's going to change in the future is what that word is. And it's going to start being things like liberty and, uh, you know, I don't know, private ownership. Patriotism? Like, say don't anymore. say you're a patriotic, patriotic, patriotic right. because once, that's white supremacist somehow, you know, like stuff like that. Once the mechanism is is trusted and, and embraced, then the software part of it can change very quickly. You know, and, and like what they're asking you not to say. And you know, back to the Christmas thing, like, okay, so you had Black Peter. Have you ever you've heard the? I, I want to say it's Swedish or yeah, Norwegian, I, but Pepe, but what's up with Black Peter? Was, that dude was straight up. He was throwing babies in bags and beating the beating the bag with a stick. Like Santa is like jolly. You leave him a cookie, brings you presents. I. It's re it. I don't. I don't know what the basis is, but it's just very anti-American. And I will admit, you know, Christmas is definitely a commercial holiday. You know, um, I don't think we really were buying all kinds of presents until like the fifties. That's when it kind of kicked in. 
Um, and, you know, Santa came off of a Coke can, so you can't get much more commercial than that. But it's it's just it's crazy that that Merry Christmas of of all the barbaric cults and sects, S-E-C-T-S, um, and religions out there that, that, that have straight up harsh consequences for very strange reasons. Christmas is like one of the i still think kind of one of the the happy ones and and they're trying to destroy it i don't know i just i've never in my life run into someone where i said merry christmas and they were offended i i did run into someone the other day at work i did say merry christmas and they retorted with happy holidays and it made me wonder i was like i wonder if they don't do the whole thing maybe they're well, jewish here, well here's the thing too maybe this, she's black Maybe, <laughs> but maybe this is just, just, I understand that, but I, it, 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 I, like maybe she was Kwanzaa. I don't know. I'm not. I, but but still, I I just I wasn't. Uh, I I I don't know if she was just being you know doing the politically correct thing, or if she did. didn't celebrate it. I didn't think too much into it because obviously, like I don't give a shit. But it was still it made me stop and think. Like, huh? I wonder what's going on with that. But of course, we're all starting to become programmed to say these things and to sort of fall in line with these ideologies and ideas because we don't want to be labeled as terrible bigots who hate people because I don't think anyone here hates anyone, you know, I mean, I don't know in particular, I don't think anybody hates anybody because of their religion or, or the color of their skin, it, you know, yeah. like that, that's ridiculous, right? <clears throat> Uh, I mean, you can hate people for being terrible people, of course, but it's just, it, but we don't want to be labeled as someone who's awful and who hates and who's a bigot and stuff. So we are sort of following and falling in line with these these new words and stuff, which which is just a, a progression of 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 culture and society. You know, we used to say you know the N slur all the time to refer to black folks, and now that's unacceptable, and we all can agree that that's a pretty harm hurtful word to people and and uh especially coming from uh of someone of lighter skin pigment you know that it, it, we all know that that's not appropriate uh well, I, I was gonna say i've been listening a lot to your show lately oh god um, just because i'm Sorry. riveted by the kanye stuff i i i like i said i i'm finding him more and more likable he is he is batshit but what i I, I feel like he's being taken advantage of like by that uh personal trainer or whatever. Oh yeah. But, but like even on listening to your show, when I hear you go pew pew or unalived, it makes me crazy. Now yeah. that's not a judgment on you, but I know what you're doing. You're 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 st you're you're coloring inside the lines and, and I get yeah. that. Right. Well, that's for TikTok. I, I do that for TikTok because they're very strict on what you can and cannot say. And which, okay. which I hate. I hate that very much. I, I think it's like a, and that's that's another thing that's sort of feeding this culture is the is is like TikTok culture and 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 uh, social media culture where people are starting to use these words that aren't even allowed, which you would use in almost everyday talking, but now we we can't because we do use social media as a way of communication, and it's something that a lot of people communicate almost primarily. On social media so it's changing the way we even talk even like words like died you know unalived um, or, or pew pew for shooting a gun or something you know even those words that we don't really censor ourselves about in outside of social media we're starting to change our language and which is 
again, which is kind of weird. And imagine how ludicrous it was. Like you remember the scene in in um, Lethal Weapon where he's like, "Yeah, I got a bullet. I got a bullet right here. You don't think I want to pew pew myself in the face every day?" <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? It would sound ridiculous. But maybe that's where we're going. We're gonna be like, "Yeah, this guy walked in the house and pew pewed the shit out of his whole family." It's, <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. It's, it's like the whole thing with like trigger warnings and all that. It is pew pew warnings. modification of behavior. It has nothing to do with the words themselves. It's like back when we actually, uh, when the Congress would actually like argue about bills before they voted on them, which is quaint. You know, we don't do that anymore. We just vote. But in the past, whenever there would be like some idea, oh, we need a tax increase, it always used to amuse me where they, these guys would come up with these reasons like, oh, well, we need to do this. We're going to do this. It's like if you ride this many miles, it's going to be a gas tax. And they try to justify it. None of it matters. They just want more of your money. And they have to find something that's been tested, that's palpable, that people will accept and say like, okay, well, that makes sense to me. I need roads, right? So I'm going to pay more taxes what's the same thing with this language stuff it's not about the word and i really this is just me talking my own opinion and i've talked about this before it's like i just don't believe people are offended like i, I mean who are these people that are so offended i've been actually offended maybe once in my life i'll say twice just to be safe who gets offended i mean i i will if someone says something that i think is stupid i'm like man that's a stupid person i'm not like oh my god i'm offended like i mean i don't even know what that means Seriously, I mean, if, if if there's a power differential and someone's being offensive towards you and it's affecting your pocketbook and what, okay, that's a, that's, that's a whole other thing. But when someone just like hears a word or say Merry Christmas and they're offended, I'm like, sucks to be you, man. I mean, I don't, whatever. Well, I mean, I just don't buy in. There's it. a like, currency in it, though. There's a social currency in the how offended and how oppressed you are, right? Like, uh, correct. You, you, so so now there's an incentive right and so like now this person can go on their facebook or instagram and be like this fucking whitey white cracker came up to me and said fucking merry christmas and he doesn't know shit about me because i'm fucking you know i'm from india and we don't we don't celebrate christmas he what a piece like of shit Schwanza. he smells like schwanza and, and now and now you know he has a bunch of people who are, are love bombing them and being like oh my god i'm so sorry for you you shouldn't have You'll fucking kill Whitey, whatever it is, you know, it's like they they get this social status from being the most oppressed. Uh, and and uh, and again, there is some validity uh, to this whole situation. I think there is validity to, you know, people being offended because there are people out there who do say horrible things that no one should have to be objected to. But there is also this incentive to be uh, oppressed. There is this uh, incentive to be a victim. And there's a, and you know, it, it just makes this sort of um, fragile way of thinking and fragile spirits. You know, what I mean, the, what is what is a what is Dave Chappelle calls them uh, brittle spirits. He's like because because the world is not nerfed. And even though we are we are attempting to, or whoever you know, the powers that be see this, uh, and I see it more of a control thing. Uh, but but it's like the we are sort of nerfing the world, but it's never gonna be how you want it, how they want it to be. It's never gonna be that utopia where everyone gets along, no one says anything that is offensive, and everybody agrees on everything. Uh, you know, just going outside of the American uh, America. And going to other countries, like you go to the Middle East, 
or Russia. Let's just say Russia. We'll stick to the white folks, right? You go to Russia and you're like, I'm gay. You're going to fucking get beaten to death, right? Uh, (laughs) (laughs) You know, like there's other situations in other countries that are, uh, that people just sort of, uh, you know, put on the blinders or they're ignorant to that are not as accepting and isn't willing to even accommodate how you feel about the the gay. Yeah, they'll send you to the gay log. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Oh, <laughs> to well, the gay logs. Um, uh, the whites are the worst. <laughs> pond, pond. Some weird things about this list is like stuff that should be defensive. Like um, some ones that I can, uh, not thought my head, white trash or daddy issues. Mm. Like things like that aren't even on this list. It's like shit that should be maybe offensive to somebody. But I'm a cracker. Like, I don't want to hear cracker anymore. Cracker's not on there really, on that list. Is like, it not, offensive? No, I don't give a shit what you call me. If you offend me, I'm gonna punch you in the mouth. Done. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's Old West rules. I'm gonna go get a party. We're gonna string you up. Is string you up on the list? I Fuck. think it is. I think string you up is on the list. Actually, it, um, I just see a lot of fragility. You know what? In the world these days, man. I used to worry about an alien invasion, and they're just gonna fly by and go. We can take these guys out anytime. Let's go take care of the big Honky. baddies. Yeah. These guys aren't going to do shit. They're going to sit here and go, we're not earthlings. We're people of earth. Well, first like, of all, if someone, if, if there's a civilization that reached, uh, reached uh, earth from whatever galaxy they came from, then yeah, they have the technology to wipe us off in the first place because they, they've obviously gotten past light speed or, or they can harness light speed. Yeah, what do they need us for? Uh, well, I mean, gonna, they would look at us more like them. bugs. They, we'd be yeah. like ants to like a, a five-year-old stomping on them. Like we would be nothing. Yeah. God bless America. Dark magician boy. Thank you so much for stopping in. Thank you for the follow. Yeah. Come back, man. <laughs> we get into it. We get in the shit. Our show. <laughs> yeah. Also, friends of Zeus, everybody, go ahead and click on the link that I'm dropping in the in the chat. Uh, One thing, you know, I mean, honestly, if if we're pragmatic about things. Aliens come to Earth, if they've traversed that great distance, I can only think that we're not trying to leave the planet to conquer other planets. We want to leave the planet to inhabit other worlds, to do, I mean, I would think, based on what we've heard, that we have altruistic means for, or or, or the, the end, the result that we're looking for is to spread spread our race it, it i don't think it's it's bent in a destructive manner and i don't think that if aliens were to come to us probably that they would be here to destroy us if anything they they give us technology some say they have already like yeah, we went from yeah. we went from those phones that you dial like this uh, you know you, you're gonna spin the dial to, to computers that are stronger than than whopper was in in uh what is it war games like you know one gig please we didn't have technology that you could send messages over wires 160 years ago that's a short amount of time i mean that's just the telegraph and we're already where we're at so wait are you saying are you saying that we do have aliens then is that what no i'm just saying technology i mean i i don't know i mean i there's certainly evidence of certain technological breakthroughs being, you know, either it was a given to us, shift from like based, the 50s to the 70s, but based on recovered artifacts, recovered materials that we may have gotten that we've been able to reverse engineer, maybe. 
you know. But Mike's point about the social, what do you call it? The social credit? No, the uh, the oppression. Social oh, social currency. Social currency. Yeah. So the thing is, with the advent of of the uh, interwebs and all that stuff and social media, it used to be like if you grew up in a town like Toledo or Baltimore or wherever, Wichita, um, yeah, DC, <laughs> yeah. If you grew up in one of these places, and most of the people that you talk to on a weekly basis, like ninety nine percent of the people you spoke to were from your town because you went to school with them. They were lived down the street. You skateboarded with them. You played in a band with them. Whatever. You get on the phone once in a while. They used to have a thing called long distance calls. Very discouraged in my house, you know. But once in a while, you talk to someone. And TV was passive. It would come in from the outside. That's how Hollywood became this like ideal thing or what you know, this idealized thing. Now I can get on, and there's people listening to us that are probably in another country or whatever. I mean, it's like. You talk to people from all over the world all the time, and and things that may be offensive or culturally normal in one place aren't going to be in somewhere else. It's like if you're from Baltimore and you're talking about, man, the Ravens are great, and every every bar you go to and every school you're like, man, the Ravens are oh they're the best team ever. Now you're on the internet, you're talking to all these knuckleheads from Pittsburgh and like all these other places that think their team's good, and you're like, no, no, they're not, and then you start arguing with them. And then some people are like, what the hell is football? And then they or pull whatever. out the guns and everybody's pew-pewing everybody. <laughs> I'm saying, my gut. And people are around alive everywhere. <laughs> my point is, I trust people overall as, as, as beings. I think we're just, we're, we're digesting all of this right now. It's like if you give a five-year-old a plate full of chocolate cookies, they'll just eat them all until they're sick. Hmm. We're figuring it out. There are people, I guarantee you, because I trust teenagers, I guarantee you there are high school kids out there that are like, Screw smartphones, man. I'm going back. I'm not. I'm not texting. I'm, I'm not. Analog, I'm doing everything yeah. back to basic. I don't know that that exists. If it doesn't, it will because teenagers are always rebelling against stuff. And there will be uh, facets of people that eschew that or let that stop doing this, or they'll do it like a couple times a week on a podcast. Or I don't know. I'm just saying. I think we're ODing on it right now, and there's no rules. Right. And so the rules are getting written by the idiots, which is normally what happens, which is how we end up with Stanford coming up with this list. But I think over time, I think things will seek themselves. The level will. I'm just afraid come back the damage normal. will be the, the damage is, has already been done. Like Dude, they said that about Judas Priest, that it's going to melt kids brains and everyone's going to be a homicidal maniac. We well, no, I'm that. talking about the changing of language. Um, I mean, like, for instance, Patriot Act. We've talked about this a million times. The Democrats were like, no, we won't want it. We don't want it. And then when they got into power, they didn't give it back. They were like, right. wait, this is very useful. Let's double down, in fact. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And boy, did they. Yes, they did. Yeah. Um, no, yeah, you're exactly right. That's like one of those things where like once it becomes policy, it sort of stays put right like it doesn't it's it hard to change bill. it back it's hard yeah. to go backwards and, and it, it is such a weird thing to see how democrats have sort of become the the party of censorship and the party of uh, of you know fall in line and the party of corporations and the part when when i remember there was a time where you know liberal democrats were like you know, you're not going to tell me what I can say. You know, we're going to, we, we, uh, there, there was this ideology of liberalism where it was like everybody should be able to say what they want to say. Uh, now it's become very much a, you know, like even censoring in music and such, like in art, they're, they're, they, uh, that was a very much a, uh, a Republican thing. Although 
what was it? Tipper Gore was the one who was sort of leading the charge, right? TMRC, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but like, but what I don't get is like two years ago, Wet Ass Pussy was the number one hit for like fucking wap, wap, three months. Sounds dope. Sounds dope. How is it? How is that possible that that is acceptable? Right. You know, don't try to make sense of it. I'm not. I'm not. Because that's women empowerment. It's women empowerment, bro. Wait, hold on. What's wrong with the song? I'm saying the title is is probably what some would consider offensive. I don't give a shit. But I do not want my parent, my my kids going into school. And the DJ going, and next up, whap, and then mm-hmm. playing it. I mean, I'm sure they play it, and it's like wet, wet ass, pomegranate, whatever. Like it's some stupid uh, uh, dubbing over the word, but it, you know, they know what it is. It takes them like four. I don't think, I don't think that it bothers you. I think what you're pointing out is just the hypocrisy of. Like, yes, that's exactly what I'm people saying. People clutching I, pearls over one thing arbitrarily, and then. Oh wait, 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 wait! Let's. I think that's more of the problem than the actual song title. Yeah, exactly. Well, it's, a weird, it's a weird juxtaposition between those out there who are fem, like in today's feminism, versus the those that are, I guess, not. I I don't know. Can you can you be both a person that's. Once, you know, I don't even know how to explain. Well, you to be were honest. we're I, in like a fourth wave of, of feminism now, where where it seems more like women's supremacy rather than like an all encompassing thing. When we're talking about like bell hooks, or even when you go back to the '60s, when that was mostly uh, white housewives who were just trying to get you know equal rights and not trying to like have to be stuck with a guy who beats the shit out of them, you know, like like and and having control of their reproductive rights. Uh, but we're in this this sort of fourth generation of or fourth wave feminism where now it's like women's supremacy and and this idea that uh, you know women don't need men and 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 I, I get that too right like you you make your own money boss bitch wet ass pussy I'll fuck whoever I want but I don't know if that actually matches up with the natural. Uh, but hold on, there's things? there's two kind of views in it. There's either sure. there's people that yeah, like okay, I'm gonna you know there's the the wap the wap group who yeah, I'm gonna do whatever I want to do. You know, this is me. Um, I'm gonna fuck whoever I want to get wherever I want to, and fuck you. Hmm. You know, there's that person, and there's a person that is like, okay, well, women don't need to. We don't need to show our breasts to get uh, forwarded in, in life. You know, um, we're just as equal as men. We can do anything a man can do. Da-da-da-da-da. There's like that group, and then there's this group over here. I don't think you can be both, to be honest. Mm. Um, you're either one or the other. I'm mm. in the WAP group. You're, you're all about it. You're all I mean, about I mean, the... you know what? I guess I am too. I, it's like Mike said, it's a hypocrisy. I'm so fed up with, with people saying, how is it? Oh, go. I'm going off on a tangent. How is it acceptable for somebody that is dressed as a woman that is a man a biological man. I'm gonna try and use all my proper terms. How is it okay for them to to lie down on the floor with a toddler next to them, with their legs up in the air, grinding against the stage? And you see this. You go on TikTok for ten minutes. You're gonna see something along those lines. How is that acceptable? But me saying Merry Christmas is whoa, back off, sailor. You know. <laughs> It's called Dress Up Zeus. <laughs> That's what Bonbon says. Uh, we have a question for for Desiree from the chat. Oh. 
And um, and we, we will come back to this. Uh, and uh, I, I'm not sure if I'm going to get this right, Pepe, but it, it says uh, to change the world to the better. Uh, must ask Desiree two things to change mm-hmm. the world for the better. What would it be? Hold on. And then Pepe has another question for Zeus. But uh, how would we change the world for the better? In what context, Pepe? Um, are you in like in the context of, of like feminism or? Because there's a lot of people, there's a lot of people who are saying that feminism right now benefits men, uh, in you know because men are have this proclivity to, um, to to this natural proclivity to like sort of fuck everything that walks and spread their seed, and I'm not saying that's right or whatever, but I'm just saying there is this. No, natural, that's human nature, dude. Which that's is human weird. nature. That's supposed to do and then and then but but when you have women who are like i make my own money i fuck who i want and do all i want that that takes the pressure off men to have to like marry that person or to have to take care of the spawn even you know what i mean like they'll just so now it, i feel like it it gives men permission to give to have an out of responsibility of spreading their spe- seed uh, if that makes sense, and it, uh, uh, th- and that's not even my own thoughts. It's like what I'm hearing, and like when you hear people like Andrew Tate talk, which you know, like him or Andrew hate him. Andrew Tate's a fucking idiot. No, so. no, no. I I don't think he's a fucking idiot. I think he just says things that people don't agree with, and I don't agree with what he says. He's definitely not an idiot, but he definitely says shit that people do not like. And but there is a whole movement behind what he's saying. That's the thing. It's not just him. It, there's a lot of people like Kevin Sam was another example of someone who was like uh who who was uh you know who 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 was saying that there needs to be more accountability on both sides i think there needs to be more accountability for the choices women make and the choices that men make accountability is fine but but destruction of their whole world for having a different view is completely unacceptable yeah, when you you're talking about how Andrew Tate was taken down, I'm, I'm just talking this cancel culture. Yeah, yeah. If you, you know, you say we got canceled for having an opinion on COVID, and yeah. and it went just we got canceled for an episode on YouTube, whatever. But the point is, is they can just there's the they that are out there that can just stop you if they don't like what you're saying oh wait they're making too much sense or no oh, they can actually shut down your bank account with like what mm-hmm. we watch with andrew tate and kanye west that happened with yeah. both of them they actually crazy. Oh, so does the question was the question, so it's your choice um what what are two things that would change the world for the better i think that's what we're i think that's what they're asking i don't know i i don't know what's i don't know what's so bad about the world well, I mean, if Andrew Tate exists in it, I mean, is that is that how would you get rid of Andrew Tate? I mean, like, what would you? I mean, I'd maybe get a new president. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's that's one. What's the other one? And then also maybe. Oh, this is hard. Um, get rid of like snow. We don't need that anymore. I was going to say Sucks. clean drinking water for all Americans, but oh, for the world, no. but <laughs> nah, fuck. No. we don't need snow anymore. No, snow but does suck it. ass. I, I, I absolutely agree with that. Snow can eat a, a big bag of dicks. Um, uh, big old bag of dicks. I think that's probably on the list, Michael. Bag of dicks. Yeah. <laughs> that's probably on there. May, may I ask her a question? That's favorite. May, may I answer her, uh, the question that was sure, asked? Sure, we can all answer the question. I think it's simple. 
more kindness, but an allowance for other people to not be kind. We just live. We, we, we deal with problems that aren't created in, in the ether, you know, or as I like to call it, every media outlet out there. Um, and we just, we just live. We, we walk by people, we give them the, the, the bro nod and move along, you know? And it's kind of what we do. I'm just saying, in real life. But they're life, telling us we're not. That's the thing. The ether is the problem. They're lying. Yeah, I'm just I saying. Agree. Real life. If you didn't, if you didn't look on social media, you didn't look at the news, and I've done it a few times for a few days, and then you just, and your life is so much better. <laughs> but I gotta have my social media. So much more sense. <laughs> I'm just saying. You know, uh, you know, except this podcast, of course, and ours, but everything else, you can live without it. I just and say more kindness. I don't even need two things. More kindness. Just yeah. be nice. Who's mean? I think I'm a nice person. You guys are nice people. I'm. Mm -hmm. I'm saying, on a larger scale, obviously, we're we're very nice people with an excellent podcast almost as good as mikey Peace. friends of zoos everybody <laughs> make sure you're, you're clicking on those links uh you know nader said something too in another way that sort of this new feminism is benefiting men is uh is letting men be better women than actual women which That's in itself is a cancelable sentence right there because you know you're not recognizing the people who have transitioned as actual women um yeah it's also brought back, back pegging with a huge. <laughs> pegging is different. Pegging, pegging is a different thing. Yeah, because you can be totally straight and get and pegged like, like, peg. like Puff Daddy. And, like and it's, it's all changed these days. <laughs> Diddy likes know, to be man. pegged, according to the new uh, to the new uh, tell-all book that's coming out. And that he likes the he likes the pegging, which pff, I don't judge. What, who? What book? Um, Diddy, P Diddy, oh, Puff Daddy. Oh, oh. There's a book that his ex-wife, they're going to posthumously uh, 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 release, Kim Porter. And she goes into how she gave, he gave uh, Usher STDs and how wow. he likes to be wow. pegged. Uh, Usher. Uh, and get those Usher books. Uh, all right, Naders. Thank you. <laughs> Naders has to go. Uh, but he, he, all, he wanted everyone to know, let's go, Brandon. Uh, <laughs> All right. Let's go. What was the question for me there, Mikey? <laughs> there was a question for Zeus that says, "What? What? Uh, okay, hold up. Would you like what you like U.S. support to Ukraine and who you want to see as the next president? So, do you do you like that we are that the U.S. is supporting Ukraine and who you want to see as the next president? Well, um. I mean, honestly, I feel like the Ukraine was, it's all smoke and mirrors. I mean, uh, I don't, listen, Russia could stroll right over them any day of the week. This is, I think it's all, yeah, like I said, I think it's just a magic show that we're supposed to watch and root for the little guy when the little guy's got some shady stuff. I mean, let's go back to Burisma, which was what, 10 years ago? I mean, They've got, and they do have questionable members of their military, like battalions of questionable members of their military. I won't get into that because I get into that far too often. But it, it's we can it's say clear. Nazi here. We can say Nazi. Here. Yeah, that, that, but it's clear it's true that yes. that there is a Nazi kind of a fascist uh, branch of the military. What the hell are they going to do if they get loose? Um, so, do I like Zelensky? Sure, he seems like a, a swell fella. 
Um, but it, it's turned in. I, if we see him on the cover of GQ next week, I'm, I'm not going to be surprised. It, it, it's much more of a, a social media kind of people making money somewhere here or there. I, 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 I don't like it. Um, as far as president, you're probably not going to like my answer. Um, I go, if it's Republican, I'm probably going to go DeSantis. But I still like the hell out of Andrew Yang. I know he's not super popular with everybody, but I like that he he's like a social engineer. I, I like that, that that's part of his his credo. I, 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 I like that he's trying to give back to the people kind of in a Trumpish way, you know. Why doesn't? Um, why don't people like Andrew Yang? I don't know. I don't um, know. Is probably because he, the way he, um, I think it was probably just his, probably partly because of his personality. Like I know my mom was just like, I don't, I don't want that guy as a, as a that. I think it had a lot to do with his personality, and maybe you know, maybe he's Asian. I don't know. Uh, no, you're good, Pepe. Don't worry, buddy. You know, you know what I'd really like to see run for it, but she's never gonna get it. Is I think Tulsi Gabbard would crush it. She's WEF, bro. What's WEM? I can't keep World, up. WEF, World <coughs> Economic Forum. Mm. WEF, yeah. Oh, so she's part of the bad guys. She that's she's part of it, yeah. She's part of it. Like I, 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 you know, and I can't, and I can't say that. And I was just seeing this new uh, article today where the WEF has become, uh, you know, Jesus's fake news. That's what they're saying. And I'm not, a, I'm not a Jesus guy, but to sit there and shit on like the majority of the world's religion, right? Like, because I think it's 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 Christians, and then Muslims, and then Jewish folks, I believe. Um, Buddhist and then Jew, yeah, because Jew. There's a lot. Of, there's not a lot of Jews. Or Hindu or something like that. I guess we could look to Google. They'll tell us the truth. Uh, but but still, you're talking about one of the biggest religions in in the world, and they're sitting there saying like Jesus is fake news, and uh, the WEF is the new um, spiritual leaders. And I'm paraphrasing. That's terrible. You know. It's interesting. I met this, so I had to go pick up a package for Christmas, and I go into one of these like little. It's like one of those little stores, and they also grab people's packages and give them out. And I met this little Sikh guy, and man, like if I were to attach myself to a religion right now, if I were going to go and explore a religion, Sikhs are effing cool. Like this guy, he was he, he was giving out bread and pies, and I, he was just giving them out. He was like, "This is what I do. I give I give back into the world." Just and and then he's also showing me these <coughs> fearsome swords that 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 he he uses. Like Sikhs are pretty fierce warriors, like sword fighting, like just really badasses. Also, but that that's from India. Okay, I didn't even know where that was from. But they temper it with with kindness and this guy i like i want to find a reason to go back to this store randomly not <laughs> not just walk in and go teach me teach yeah. me a good one like but a guru yeah but you say canceled he said like a guru like a guru different different um um but he was just, <laughs> <laughs> he was just a really nice person and like i could have stayed and talked to him forever he, everything he said i was like i was enwrapped i was i could not 
Well, mo- Stop well, most reasonable people who are religious are nice people, right? Like cool. I, my brother-in-law, he's Muslim and he's an amazing human being. And like, you know, I, it, it's really, it's the extremists that sort of gives religions the bad names. You know what yeah. I mean? It's the people who are like, they, they follow it to the book, you know, or, or follow like when I mean talking about Christianity because I, I came up Catholic you know like if we took the Bible for every word as as truth and that actually came from God's mouth you know to our ears you know we we'd be in a really fucked up society right now um it, to to sort of look at religion as sort of a moral scaffolding where you can you know, get good ideas because because the Ten Commandments, you know, don't kill people and don't fuck your neighbor's yeah. wife or or partner or whatever. Those are yeah, good the Eleventh Commandment should have been duh. <laughs> right, <laughs> right, but but it's still like these are these are things that are are there to sort of fulfill people's life because there's that there that that nagging question that's always going to be uh, on, in humanity's you know zeitgeist is like where we come from, how did we get here. You know what is meaning? What are we? Mm-hmm. What? And and it sort of gives people you know meaning and 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 answers that are generally hard to answer, and and that's fine. It's just don't get all like crazy with it. Don't start just blowing people away at fucking abortion clinics, or don't start fucking running planes in the fucking buildings and shit. It's mm-hmm. just it it's a uh, it, it's just the extremists that sort of make the whole <laughs> the whole religious thing uh, sort of icky. And um, it, it, and it's and it's a shame because you know you have this assault on Christianity. And again, I'm not a Christian, but it does seem like Christianity is sort of the butt of the joke, just like white people are the butt of the joke right now. And uh, and, and Ohio is the butt of the joke. And, and Texas and Florida, <laughs> fucking white people, fucking white people, go mudhead, fuck the mudhead. I think a lot of it. I mean, again, no one, no one has ever been like, man, my life was going great until I started following those Ten Commandments, man. I know now some I'm people living in the gutter. Really? I, I used to just kill one. Well, well, religion really saved them. I mean, my brother-in-law is a oh, great. Oh no, that's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Nobody says like oh. my life was great until I started following the Ten Commandments. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. It's pretty logical stuff. But the thing is, what I see with this whole, the way religion is in our, in our society today, because if you just go back to like the nineteen. 50s or something. It was before my time. But if you talk to people that were alive during that time, in certain cities, like the Catholic Church, or like if you're in the South, like Evangelical Church, whatever, they ruled they ruled the culture, man. I mean, it was like, look, check out Little House on the Prairie, man. I mean, everything revolves around. How about around check out The Godfather? Church. How much the Catholicism is bouncing around in that movie? But now we have, I think, and again, I, I'm not going to be concise on this because it's something I, I don't really have my full head around yet. But basically, we're living in a culture right now that is very humanist, right? We can do anything. We can have a utopian society if we just do this, if we can have a carbon tax, if we can do that. We can stop the weather, right? We can stop bad weather from happening. We can stop global warming. We yeah, we can, can stop everybody. Snow. Like, the human beings are all powerful, and it's a, it's a, it's a dismissal of the divine. And so in the large picture, like from a hundred thousand feet, our culture is going back and forth dealing with that, like the divinity versus humanity and, and the Andrew Yangs. And I, I don't dislike Andrew Yang, but the Andrew Yangs, the Jack Dorsey's, the Elon Musk's, the world economic forum people, all these people, they're like, we can 
do whatever we want. Like we can control everything. I mean, Musk is talking about putting like, you know, neuro links in people's brains and stuff. I mean, I'm saying there is a larger, that's, that's the religious, you know, versus uh, science kind of thing. Versus science war. And it's been going on for centuries, but right now, again, just like our media and our culture speeds everything up, it's, it's sped up. So a lot of times Christians are looked at as, as rubes, because it's like, man, I, I got my iPhone, I got my Tesla. Like, what are you doing? I'm gonna like genetically uh, in, have a baby one day that I just make up, and you know, I don't even need a man anymore. Like, hmm. everyone is reject. Not everyone, but our culture is very much trying to reject the divine. The downside of that is, if you look back in history, when that has been successful, <laughs> when that's happened, that vacuum is normally filled by very, very bad people. That. <laughs> That end Take up advantage of taking society down into a toilet bowl, right. and and that's the that's the downside, right? Uh, yeah, and 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 what do we glom on to instead? You know, we glom on to being woke, or we glom on to veganism, or we glom on to whatever it is that sort of gives us this moral scaffolding that we're sort of missing outside of religion. And, uh, and 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 it can be da- dangerous. And 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 again, this has come from someone who, like, for a long time, rejected Catholicism and cat and Christianity, and just thought it was the worst thing ever, too. But I've as I get older, I'm just like, it's not terrible. These people aren't bad people because they believe a certain thing that I don't necessarily believe in. It's like for the most part, again, these are great, decent people who just, you know, like to believe in fairy tales, and that's fine. Or, or, or it, some of them are just bad people that aren't following the rules that they are purporting that we should follow. Right. And that is offensive. So um, we can talk religion from from Muslim or Christian um, standpoint. Religion was all for the rich people, you know. A couple hundred years ago until philosophy was brought into it so so the rich people were educated they could they could deal with the religion on a level that was you know more um heady but but to deliver it to the people you had to throw in philosophy so that's where we get saint augustine or, or saint aquinas in christian or catholic catholicism really and then you got you got uh, Ibn Rushdie, or he also went by Al-Farabi in Muslim. But both of these, both of these religions, they had huge upswings once philosophy was introduced, and it was more digestible to the little people, us, basically. But um, yeah, I, I, I love, I, I'm, I'm, I've always thought that every religion that we've got—Buddhism, Christianity, all of them—they all have the same rules, you know, for the most part. You know, they all have kill your enemy at some point, they, even though they they might, you know, gloss over the, the kill part. But they all, you know, they all have acceptance and then they all have unacceptance. They, um, they all have a guy that went off into the into the nether and came back with supernatural powers, not unlike Luke Skywalker. Zombie or, Jesus. <laughs> you know, um, I think I think it's just I think honestly. I, I do believe in God. That's pretty much where I leave it. You know, that's me. What's what I do is between he and I. If I don't do it well enough, well, I haven't heard from him, so I'm, I'm guessing I'm doing okay. He hasn't he hasn't felt that I have enough of an impact on the world to <laughs> to have a conversation with me. But um, yeah, I mean, I think I think we I think a one world religion might not be such a bad idea, but I don't think that'll ever mm. happen. 
It's yeah, that's a bad idea. I think. Well, I don't know I mean, if it's a bad idea. I think it, it's not going to happen. I mean, the thing is, look, religion—it's not like it doesn't exist in a vacuum. People, the reason why it, it's it's a thing is because people, you know, at some point in their life, look up in the sky and they see the stars, and they're like, "What am I here for? Like, what is this all about?" Like that's yeah, well, the you make it sound more like a survival mechanism than than an actual but, no, I'm saying, but realistic. Have, human beings have questions, is what I'm saying. Is we're not like a cat that just eats food out of a bowl and like whatever. I mean, we have the ability to intellectualize things and and think outside the box. I think people who need in a knee jerk way dismiss religion are really doing them or cut or selling themselves short, even if they don't. Even if you're not interested in practicing, yeah, just follow the religion. rules. Well, what I'm saying is. This is the combined, like, I'm going to use the word wisdom without it being judgmental. This is a combined thought and wisdom passed down for thousands of years. Pick your religion, right? So to be so arrogant, to be like, no, I'm just going to watch TikTok and, I, you know, screw the <laughs> screw the Koran. Like, I don't need the Koran or, or whatever is just to Can me. Can you isolate that, by the way, Mike? What I'm saying? Yeah, don't say I'm saying I, I see that as being like petulant. I see people like that as being petulant. Like, yeah. you know, you're so arrogant that you can't even learn something from this. Like, right. I mean, it's like saying, you know what? I'm going to live my life, but I don't want to deal with math. Yeah, but but in my argument to that, and I am, I am quasi-religious, but my argument to that is you're talking every religion also just poo-poos on science. But when and it's all unbalanced, but you still study it. it. But I'm it's not, not saying you have to practice it, but I'm saying it would be it would be a wise thing even if you're born catholic look into to judaism look into what it is to be hindu look at i mean these are these are going back thousands of years these have survived for a reason and usually when ideas survive over time and millennia it's because there's usually a kernel there's a kernel in it that yeah. that people keep saying on their deathbed Oh, I'm gonna die tomorrow, Sonny. But I read this book and it was true, or whatever. You know, or whatever. But this stuff gets passed down for a reason, and I think you ignore it at your own peril. Not saying but, but that, that doesn't address what I said. <laughs> what did you say? What? I said that every religion poo-poo's on science, and okay, but and you I find it... science. It's. I mean, you can still read about it and not, and still believe in science. I don't think they all poo poo on science. Yeah, and, and didn't like didn't it, didn't religion like uh, I, I think Christianity and and like even Muslims or Islam they didn't they create the whole math thing? Didn't they create the idea of numbers? Like I thought that was Islam. I don't know. I that thought that the I would think that was the Greek or discovered Wasn't that the Mayans. Yeah, or or yeah, Mayans. They did look counter. at the written record. Our earliest writings that we have, right? Some of the oldest are written by monks and scholars, you know, scholars that are within, you know, cloistered uh, light. There are people that live cloistered lives. I mean, you look in like a lot of religions, the whole idea of having a priest and I'm, it's not even the word priest, but, you know, having like a monk or whatever that goes off into the hill in the little house with some other monks. And he just thinks about like existence and he thinks about like universe and our place in it and divinity and all that and then they come down to the village and they talk to people about it it's because everyone else is busy farming and slaughtering cows and like you know making clothes like they don't have time and that's why people would give things to monks you know if they'd come into town they'd be given food they'd be given money and things like that because the town felt it was worth it to have a certain number of people in that community contemplate this stuff 
right? It was that important. Like, we're going to send these 10 guys out, and then they're going to report back to us once in a while and kind of... But it could also be because they were kind and did no harm. And kind and did... What I'm saying, society has found this to be an asset. If you look in different cultures throughout time, there have been, like, these cloistered and these these, sure. these groups of people that were, quote-unquote, the religious. And they tend to be protected. They tend to be taken care of by the larger society in general, either through donations or whatever. I'm saying that's a curious thing to me. I mean, obviously we, I'm talking, we as human beings, just as humans, we definitely find value in this somehow, you know, I mean, it's been proven. I mean, we've done it a million times. So I think when you get to like the, the TV evangelist and the organized, you know, Rome and the Pope, I think that's when people start and, you know, molas and, all these people that that say that they speak for the divinity, I think that's where things start going off the rails pretty severely. Desiree, what's Person. your thoughts on religion? We, we, There's the thought. Who does a Temple Mount belong to? That's all I got to know. Oh, jeez. <laughs> What'd you say? The Temple, the Temple Mount. Mount. What is that? That in, is in the Jerusalem. In, in um, Jerusalem. That's the. I think it's the Jews. They are the native people. You there. think it's the Jews? I don't. You know, I thought that too, but I don't. It might be the Palestinians. Who knows? They weren't there. They're not the native people. Mm, we're, but I don't know. Who's <laughs> there first? Podcast. Oh my God! We're, we're if we start giving land to people that have different thoughts every time, which it's starting to look like we very well may could may may do that. It's just good. It, we're going to deserve to get blown up by the aliens. I'm going to move to Zeusville. Well, here's the deal. You know, um, it, it, uh, Muslims and both Jewish people had very important religious happenings happen there. So, mm. I mean, who's, whose is it? I don't know. It's the world's, man. It's now, so funny how alike... It's the Jews. They, <laughs> now it's the Jews. Time, like, halal and kosher are like practically the same pra- i mean not the ritual but 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 it's all hygiene it's like get the blood out of the body through the neck like like a lot of their practices are are just it, it's just to keep the food safe hmm. again i don't know i science versus religion i like Chappelle's point on snl when he was talking about kanye and he was like i'm paraphrasing but he was like Anytime you say anything and then you say the Jews, like, <laughs> preface by the, like probably not a good idea. Probably, probably not going to go well for you. You know, the, the comedy of that is I've got this girl from Nepal <laughs> at work and she cannot say my name. Her Z's or J's. So uh, uh, my nickname at work oh. is Juice. Nice. Everybody calls me Juice, and I'm like, you guys are like so anti-Semitic. It's ridiculous. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> you got the juice. You got the, the juice. juice. <laughs> um, okay, so I want to get into Kanye because I I need to learn about this stuff. I don't know all about. You don't know Kanye. I know who Kanye Hold on. is. Before we do that, Pepe had another question. This one yeah. was towards Mike. So, okay. which role does the U.S. take in the world in the future when China gets stronger? And what should U.S. do? What and what should the U.S. do about all the homeless we have? Wow, those, those are big um, questions. Those are two very different. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and they're very different. Well, I would like this to say is- I am running for president in 2024. So I, I made. Zeus and I were going to run, but I, I don't know. Maybe not. I may be busy, but what, <laughs> we're very pensive at times. I'll take this. I'll take the second part first. One, there's one thing I don't understand about homelessness. Why are there homeless people where it's cold? 
that's I just never because if I was going to be homeless, I would figure out a way to get to like Florida or Texas or so. I don't just me. It's curious. Not the California. Is, <laughs> I said not no, California. No, I think California might be a place to go. It's like yeah, California is the friendly. best place to go to for it. Yeah. I think the other thing is, and again, I'm no expert, but that's never stopped me from talking about something. But I would say there's a certain <laughs> element of people who are homeless that also have, you know, pretty serious uh, emotional or, or mental problems, you know, of I mean, course they do depression, yeah. whatever. So I don't like, what is the, what is the root cause? There's also people that are homeless that probably want to be homeless. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I mean, some percentage, um, California. Yes. That's, that's the truth. No, I mean, but even I, here, even here, I worked in a homeless shelter last, uh, last winter, yeah. And I worked a, a a program called Winter Crisis here in Toledo, and um, there's people in there who are just like, I am not listening to anybody. I don't care. I will just go sleep out in the cold. I don't care. Like, yeah. they literally just don't give a shit. They're, I'll be homeless for the rest of my life. I'm not paying for shit. And, and, and that's fuck them taxes. <laughs> fuck them taxes. I sent, I sent Mike a text just the other day. I'm like, I'm going to fake my death and walk the earth. Be homeless. I want to be homeless. I, well, I'm just what? saying, I'm a I nomad. <laughs> I don't know about solving it, but look, there needs to be, you know, I am a big proponent of like having a safety net in society. And I know people are like, oh, I can't believe you think that. But we have to have one, right? There's just people that get into circumstances that they just, it just sucks, man. And, and also, I think there's been a reluctance to treat people that need psychiatric help of some kind or emotional support mm-hmm. because they feel like that's, you know, we, we let everyone out of care back in the sixties and seventies. And that's considered like something that's um, kind to quote Zeus. I don't know if it's kind. I think if someone has schizophrenia, I don't think it's kind to just have them wander out and about, you know, well, we also outlawed eugenics. So we have, and I know that's awful. And I and I agree with outlawing eugenics, but eugenics was they were I mean, essentially testing, testing medicines on the mentally ill. Uh, well, it's more than know, that. Yeah, sure, I, mean, I know. I'm. Ju- I just don't want to make too many claims that might be false, but definitely testing medication, locking them away in asylums. Like I just think I, it's something we can deal with. Look, we don't find there's no one to there's no way to make a buck fixing homelessness that's the biggest problem about it right so if you find a way to make a buck (laughs) fixing homelessness it'll get solved i do think that like certain towns and cities absolutely have the right to not have people camp out for extended periods of time in on public having having been to europe a few times in poland you don't see you don't see homeless people you do see drunks like sleeping under a bench at a beer garden, but but you don't see that random person throwing cats at people, or you know, you don't see anything like that. So we're doing. There must be money in it. Obviously. Well, like I said, there. There's um, and in fact, I could go as far as to say that if you can get your homeless people to another person's district, now your district looks better, and their district looks worse. It happened. And you bring in more affluent people, and they get the the people that are not affluent. Um, I'm not happy. saying less than. I'm just saying not affluent. I'm just saying there's definitely a stigma for being homeless, and, uh, being unhoused. That's another. Is that the Stanford person without a home? Yeah, person. Without <laughs> home. Um, 
you know, and and the general consensus is like, oh, they these are f- people who are failures, and I think some compassion would help. Right. And I think it's something that we have we have dealt with before, and I, I right now it's just it's really bad. I mean, obviously, when well, the economy takes a a turn and inflation goes up and all these other things, and you're having millions of people who are low skilled. Uh, low-paid people coming in over the border every month, the city the size of Baltimore every three months, that's going to have an impact. Well, you know, I, I deal with homeless people on a pretty regular basis, and there is also a complacency to homelessness. There are, uh, I think you were saying earlier, there are a lot of homeless people that are just fine being homeless. Um, you're closer to the drugs, you know, I mean, not everybody, obviously, but. Well, that's, that's what it was really is like, because when we would be, you know, they, we wouldn't allow people to drink or do drugs in our facility. And if we caught them, we would have to kick them out and be like, well, fuck you. I'll just go drink on the corner then. Well, yeah. And if, and and if they, if they weren't complacent, they'd go out and buy guns then they'd be pew pewing people all over the place, Mm. unaliving them. All right. Well, well, Pepe, what was the other question? Well, well, Pepe added on to that. He was saying that uh, just because some people get sick and lose their income, it doesn't mean they're mentally sick, which, which, what you see with that, Pepe, and, you know, I think, you know, you see people who are, when they do come to the homeless shelter in that position, they are working their ass off to get out of that position. Mm-hmm. We're talking about people who are chronically home- chronic homelessness, chronic homelessness, who are just constantly like out. They're either addicted to drugs or mental illness, and they don't want to do anything. No, or, or the ones that are that are you know millionaires. It, I, the first time I, I met Zeus, we had this conversation. I was like, "There are people that are homeless that are millionaires," and he's like, "No, there's not." And I'm like, "I guarantee oh. you there are." Oh no! I, I or at agree. least people I who agree. are who are begging for change and and, and spare changing. I mean, I know Bentley. That I well, I, I've seen, I, I've known people that did that hustle, where it's just like stand out with a sign and and get money, you know, and and which you know whatever. I'm not even judging those people if that's how you want to get your money. Like if you have zero shame and that's fine, do your thing. I don't. I don't. I kind of admire those people on a on a level. Yeah, I mean, they got the ultimate side hustle. I don't work all day. I'm listening to my Bluetooth. <laughs> but that is work. That is work. Yes, it's it just like work. selling drugs is work too. People think that selling drugs is the easy life. It's like not for some people. If you're living in in fucking in New York City, like you're hitting the block <coughs> every fucking night. It's dangerous. You have a gun. You're working like 12, 13 hours a night, just hustling yeah, like some shit. Getting jumped. Like yeah, it, it's not or you know, avoiding the police. Like it's not. <coughs> it's not an easy job. It's not like in. And the people who do succeed at it do have like a propensity toward for business. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. you see people who go to prison, come out of prison and and like go on to do like a, an official business that they actually you know something legit that they put their the 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 things they've learned from the street into action because it's all business at the end of the day. Is it? Uh, oh, no worries, Zeus. If you gotta go, you gotta go. Uh, we can end this soon too. I, I know we're going a little over what we usually Look. do. So, nah, nah, I love it. Check I out just, Stringer Bell from The Wire, man. I don't know if you guys saw The I Wire. Love Idris Elba, Stringer. love that guy. Yeah, yeah, man. I mean, he was exactly what Mike's just talking about. As far as like, he was. He ended up being like a. He didn't end up being a businessman, but he was. He 
he was all into the business side of it, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. very shrewd. Well, and, and he's really the one that was making money out of it. It's the person that supplies. He he's paying he's paying his dealers, you know, an ample amount of money for their particular social status. But he's the one that's taking in bank. He he's got so much money. He's throwing bricks of hundred dollar bills, you know, out the window because he's got four hundred bricks, a hundred dollar bills in some U-Haul or a U-Store, U-Lock kind of place, just making bank all the time. It, at the end of it, it's it, it, even in the drug world, really the people that make money are the elite in the yeah. drug world. You know, Pablo Escobar, um, you know, those types of guys. Everybody else is just a cog, uh, uh, you know, a cog in the machine. Yeah, expendable. Yeah. Uh, uh, Zeus, if you gotta go, go ahead and uh, take off, man. Uh, no, I'm, I'm good for now. I'm, uh, I'm we just can, trying we can... to dodge the wife bullet. <laughs> no, it's all good, brother. Uh, we got uh, so the Literally. other part of the qu- <laughs> the other part of that question <laughs> is uh, uh, which role does the U.S. take in the world uh, oh, yeah. when China gets when China becomes the world power? Yeah, like so the dominant and I don't. World. I don't know if that's an inevitable thing. China's got a lot of issues, and um, I mean, certainly, they are definitely on the cusp of com- of becoming that. They're a huge economic force. They have the largest military on the planet. There's a lot of questions about exactly how tested they are. I'm not talking about as a people. I'm talking about as a modern military. Right. They, you know, it's not like they've really been thoroughly vetted. I mean, they're fighting with sticks in the Himalayas against the Indian Army. So who knows? You know, I don't want to fight them with sticks because they're really good at it. But anyway, my point is, I think having <laughs> the U.S. as a superpower and remaining so, if I'm looking at it as an American, like from own, our own self-preservation, it's incredibly important. <laughs> like it's very important because here's the thing: it's it's you can't look at like, do we want to be a superpower or not? There is going to be, there are going to be superpowers, right? There's going to be countries that have more sway and more influence in the world than other ones. And do I want to belong to the country that is number one? Yes, 100%. I don't see how anyone, I mean, unless it was like something, like if Costa Rica could become a world power, I'd be all for it. And I'd probably move to Costa Rica. But, you know, I, I don't, I, look, at the end of the day, and, and not to get too much into it, but, you know, which country is best, blah, blah, blah. The United States has a lot of issues, but we are like the, if things work correctly, having personal liberty, consent of the governed, representative government, all that sort of stuff. When it works, it's fantastic. And I would rather have the world power being that than being run by like some Chechen warlord or Putin or Trudeau up in Canada who's like, I don't even know what that dude's deal is. So the U.S. is it's proven itself to be fairly stable over time as far as, you know, carrying on being like the world superpower. So... I don't have a problem with it. And I, I do see China is definitely on the rise, but China also has some major Achilles heels as well. So, you know, I mean, people, humans don't like to be controlled and you can shove, you can oppress people and get away with it for a long time. But eventually the the, the pendulum swings back the other ways and that's when guillotines come out and <laughs> stuff like that. Oh, so and, and you I don't s- Hey, yeah. bring back the guillotine. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> public right? public executions uh public educations for all uh maybe that's the answer to crime solving crime it might be it might sure. be but well and you're seeing exactly what you're saying when you have uh these these crazy um 
uh, the the crazy COVID lockdowns that China was trying to do. It was like zero. You know, we we can't have any of them. And then you have people at Foxconn, like, no, fuck you, we're not dealing with it. And then you had, like, a whole countrywide protest, which, funny enough, fell right out of the news. I don't hear about that anymore. I I guess the protests are over. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, everything's good over there now. Yeah, everything's fine. Uh, We got our iPhone 14 Pro Max for Christmas, and that's all that mattered. Actually, the new feature on iPhones... If you pop them open, is that the new iPhone 14 Max? This is a 13. Oh, but if you pop it open, and I did that, there's like a there's sometimes little notes in there to say like, please help me, (laughs) please things like that. Send food. (laughs) Please send food. Please send food. Uh, Something other than cornstarch eggs. Uh, No, the 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 whole cornstarch eggs. Yeah, no, they have fake eggs over there where (laughs) you you can buy fake eggs, which is oh, we have fake eggs too. Yeah, we do. We do. That's the other thing, man. America has sort of sold itself to the highest bidder, and that's what's that's what's worries me about it is how yeah. much that we've lent ourselves to, you know. I mean, everything from our food. It, it, we, we just put poison in it. We, the way that the way that we let money govern you know our 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 people and 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 uh it, it, it's it's just become sort of like this auction and it goes off to the highest bidder and it's to me that's the most worrisome part and i think that's probably what's going to do us in because it's almost in the best interest if you're looking at these businesses as a conglomerate right like these big conglomerates that are worldwide that that the that that you know are in direct communication and they are in intertwined with each other like blackrock right blackrock's mm-hmm. a great example of this huge investment firm that sort of has its feet in in these irons in every fire the biggest actually yeah exactly mm-hmm. and i i almost see it as like you know acquisitions it's like well if we bring down america's economy and sort of let china take over now is that's going to benefit us and that's going to make us the most money because these yeah. big companies uh these big companies are w- what's truly running these politicians at least here now in china it's, i know it's different because the government and corporation is sort of one uh, as far as i understand it which i don't understand a whole lot about it but still you know as, as much as i can understand about it is that you know the the government is much more uh making is much more in charge of making the decisions that these big conglomerates make now it's in china's best interest if they're heavy investors in companies that are huge investors here in america for them to become the world power that's how i could sort of see it sort of transferring over to them because when you look at what's happening in saudi arabia right now and how they just rolled out the purple carpet for xi jinping and you know they're they're trying to replace the petrodollar, which I, which to my understanding is what actually gives America's dollar its its power. Yeah. Besides besides it being used as the international um, currency currency uh, of trade, but but without that petrodollar status, that could mean something devastating for our economy. Now China has a has a big economy problem right now too with all the buildings that they're building where no one where they're not finishing them or uh, you know like no one's buying property and they and that was like part of how people had status out there. Um, so I know that they have their own thing going. 
but but yeah, I, I could sort of see it as you know, America is just getting it, it's just part of the next acquis, acquis, acquisition, and uh, we're we're if the if if we do bottom out the dollar, that's going to make someone else very rich or a very select few people very rich, and. Why wouldn't they want that? Why wouldn't they yeah. want more power and wealth transfer? So I could see it as like a business move where we lose our status as a world power. And I I, I do fear that that's probably what's going to happen. Um, and I don't want it to happen because I have kids. I think, you know, I think we all have kids. Um, yeah. So we don't want that. We don't want it. I enjoyed being an American as a kid. And it's it's so weird. And plus, when you look at how we socially sort of training people is to sort of turn against America because like patriotism now is looked at as, you know, Stanford doesn't like. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's white supremacy. So like you have your own people who are who are calling for their own country to be sort of destroyed and, and to be rebuilt into this utopian, you know, nonsense. It. It just seems like that's the direction we're going just by how we're sort of being divided, how we're Mm -hmm. sort of being uh, trained to say what we can say and what we can't say because we're just sort of like, and and I've heard some people talk about how cancel culture is sort of the, the step before you know, the, the, you know, people just disappearing and people dying and being okay with it because you have people online who are sort of, um, who are, that person should be murdered, you know, like why kill that person? And we're just one step away from which that sort of happening, which Mike, like 10 years ago, that would have been shocking. (laughs) I mean, people calling for other people to get murdered. I mean, I've seen it. I mean, that would have been like, what? You yeah. know, and now it's like, wait a minute, do I need to take that seriously? I mean, th- there's a big weakness. China's biggest weakness is that it is a top-down, uh, centralized command control system uh, amongst everything. They don't have, you know, it's not like, man, what's the best idea for this new thing we're doing? It's like, you know, the party's going to tell you what the best idea is for the new right. thing. And those cultures, things don't end well for those cultures, and they don't tend to last millennia you know i mean just over brute force in the end populations win in the very end now it may be at the very very end when things are really bad but strong men and top down and and governments like that they usually end up getting uh destroyed by their population eventually and the so that's china's biggest weakness and it's also our biggest weakness right now which is kind of anathema to to the way united the united states was founded and what our what our culture is as far as like individualism and things like that we're experiencing this incredible push this top down through technology through our government of like try to have this centralized command and control like washington can decide what's going on in idaho or something i mean and people are like yeah that's totally reasonable it's very unreasonable (laughs) the other thing is like when we were talking about like when uh gm left you know detroit or whatever they didn't just leave detroit they left the united states mm. general motors is not an american company anymore and right now you have the 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 wealthiest people in this country the the ones that you know are and i'm not talking about elon musk i'm just talking like the separation between middle class and and the wealthier classes is broadening well those people are in through their investments uh through where they choose to live how they choose to live they are becoming they are losing their Americanism as well. They're becoming citizens of the world. 
in their own minds. So they no longer necessarily have an allegiance to a country. They have an allegiance, you know, they'll give it like a bigger thing like this utopianism or, you know, the world or humanity or like Musk wants to go to Mars and, you know, big picture. I'm not worried about small picture, like, you know, about my country I was born in. So we're losing those people. These people are getting wealthy and they're not feeling an allegiance. I mean, the amount of patriotism in the country is the lowest it's been in my lifetime. Mm. I mean, by far. Yeah, You know, I remember being a kid in 76 and everyone had like the tricorn hats and the muskets and the drums with the snare drums and all that stuff. I mean, it was like, it was everywhere. So anyway, it's a, it's a big question. I mean, to me, it's like playing the long game. I think the long game, China is not going to be doing well and we may Mm. not either, but I would put my money on us over China. Yeah, I would do. What, What about you, Desiree? Where are you putting your money? Crypto? Well, crypto. (laughs) Go all the way. The thing, you know, it's really, I kind of feel like, you know, if China wants to become the big world power, let them. Just let them. See what happens. But, like, we got a lot of problems here in America. We need to kind of figure the fuck out Mm. before Mm -hmm. maybe we try to figure everyone else's problems out. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, I'm with that. But at the same time, it's like, okay, but if we said that, like, how would we get it back? So, you know. There might be war. Nuke them. Fucking nuke them. Like, okay, well, you've had it for long enough. We'll take that back now. Well, well, I see what you're saying, too, because, you know, the way China, I mean, governs their people and the way that they... It's it's not sustainable, I don't think. I mean... Of course, I mean, we've just seen how people are pushing back. I mean, people, people push back. Uh, but, but right, they've I, been governing their people this way for a long time. The whole time they've been a country, you know? Mm. No, 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 not, not really. No, I mean, really? what we're seeing right now few, started in the 50s. Yeah. What we're seeing now with the, the, with, uh, what was it? Like the cultural revolution mm-hmm. with communism, Mao's China, all that yep. shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do, I do, I do like that idea though. Like where we become more of a self-sufficient country yeah. instead of being so dependent. And like I was sort of having a side chat with Pepe in here about how you know we're dependent on China, and it really was, uh, it really was highlighted during the pandemic when we couldn't get masks and we couldn't get medications and we couldn't get cotton. Uh, we still can't get that shit. It's amazing. Yeah, and. and 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 you know with with the idea of Taiwan, where the whole so many of the so much of the world is dependent on Taiwan and their components, and like we need to kind of go back and, and make America great again, uh, in, in the sense that in the sense that we do need to become a, a country where we can, if we need fucking mass, we we can make our own, and if we need cotton, I mean, my God, the, this country was built with cotton. And you know other things that were involved with that, but still, it, it, like we we are a uh, we we were a country that was sort of like built itself up, uh, and then to sort of go and do all these like regime change wars and 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 these proxy wars where we're again we're just sort of serving corporate interests. Lockheed Martin is doing great right now, you know. <laughs> it, it, and these are the people who are funding our politicians on both sides. So it, it really is something where we need to, where where I think it would really be beneficial if we sort of made it where money was out of the politics, which is a very, you know, I know that's a very mm-hmm. thrown around phrase. 
but we have to uh but i i, I do see that as like get the money on politics become a more self-sufficient country and 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 let let the things sort of play out as they may um but you know like to sit here and say that we're fighting for democracy in ukraine I don't know if that's what we're yeah. fighting for because that's not what Ukraine was or it, you know, even before this whole situation. So And we've seen it before when when you know we were fighting anti-terrorism mm. or we were fighting terrorism. Well, that's not really what we were fighting for. So Right. What you are we what, fighting for? You right. know what this sounds like? This sounds like uh what was that president that we had before this guy? <laughs> Trump 45. Uh, Trump. Yep. It, it kind of sounds like that. Right. Mm. I mean, as far as like inner, you know, a little more inner focus and and letting NATO take care of Europe and anyway, just a just a comment. Yeah. No. And and well, you're laughing about like you kind of giggled when you're like make America great again. But honestly, like, what is so great about being an American? For me, I mean, well, go ahead. Like, I, I don't want to sound like I'm anti-American, but really, what's the greatest thing for you about being an American? I love I love the art culture and the fact that we can we can say what we feel about people in mm -hmm. charge without being hauled off to prison and, and and sent to the gulag. You know, I. I well, you can do that in Europe. London. Yeah, but London's culture different. might be better. culture might be better. Yeah, but then someone got arrested for silently fucking silently praying outside of an abortion clinic. Like that that's yeah. insane to me. The people right now in London and, and in in the UK are are getting arrested or getting the police called on them for stuff that they put on online that's you know, here in America is like every day for us. You know what I mean? So like is it great over there? Like they're they're quickly eroding uh, personal freedoms and and we are here too you know i'm not trying to say yeah. that we're some bastion of freedom right now because we're definitely i mean those twitter dumps are revealing a lot about uh how our country feels about freedom of speech at least the ones yeah. that are in charge right now <clears throat> so it's a. Uh, I, I think that we have more of an opportunity here to uh to do do more um you know, to influence more than it, than about anywhere else. I mean, and and that's been the kind of the case because, I mean, if you just look at it as an art and culture type of uh, uh, lens, we've inspired the world, you know, a, a million times over. We with blues and jazz and rock and roll and art itself and uh, i mean i know a lot that there's a lot of europe and european artists and stuff but I i'm just saying that there's been so much of america that's being copied hip-hop these are all american uh, american uh made uh, uh art forms yeah. that that uh, that everybody wants to be a part of that everybody wants to do and it's another way of 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 you know, a, a protest. It's another way of expression, and and I think that's a big part of being a, a culture in a society is how much you're able to express yourself, whether people like it or not, or whether the message is something that you agree with. Having the freedom to do that. I'm a musician. I'm an artist. Like that's what I do. You know, like I of course I enjoy the freedoms of being able to express myself how I want to express myself. Whereas if you look at someone in Iraq, there's been some, um, was it Iraq? No, it was... Um, Iran? Iran, yeah. It was Iran that... Uh, Doctor player. Yeah, there, there, was a, there, was a, there was a rapper that just got put to death. There was another rapper who just got taken out of, you know, j j uh, who's arrested. No one knows where they're at. 
it's they because they were speaking out against the government i really enjoy being able to say fucking let's go brandon or fuck joe mm -hmm. biden mm -hmm. i and without mm -hmm. you know someone coming rushing breaking down my door and even even yeah and that's the problem it's like how yeah. how do we maintain that i don't that's know it. i mean that's what i like about america everything i love about america or not everything that's wrong most a lot there's a lot of things i love about america that are under active assault right now by the culture or by people you know and like what mike's saying it's like i like the ability of of at least in theory <laughs> having, having free speech that's why it makes me so upset when i read you know the the twitter files and things like that i mean you know the we we talk about it a lot but you know the united states for all the people that hate on the united states and a lot of them are here in the united states the United States as a country is the most diverse. I mean, all the things that are supposed to be fantastic, right? We're easily the most diverse culturally in the world. I mean, we the, we came from everywhere to here. And the reason why it's such a hub for artistic expression and having styles mesh. I mean, we take things, we turn them around and, and send them back. I mean, Appalachian music came from Africa. And then we we turned it around and then sent it back. I mean, you know, the French culture and all that into New Orleans and come out with like stuff from like uh, the Caribbean and we create, you know, Creole culture and then, uh, you know, whatever. Anyway, my point is we are the most diverse. Everything that all these people that want this utopia preach about, we're, we're that. We're the most, at least from what I can see, we're, we're you know, I mean, you don't get a lot of, of diversity in Iran. You don't get a ton of diversity in Saudi Arabia. You get a lot of diversity in Qatar where it's like what 5% of the population are Qatari and the rest of them are from it's other Kuwait. countries. Well, yeah, I was just from when they had the football or the soccer thing there recently. Anyway. Yeah. Um, Sorry. Pepe says we all remember the Cuba crisis. Uh, well, yeah, and then, of course, there's America that likes to go out and make money and say that they're causing democracy. Oh, you yeah. know, they're trying to spread democracy, and, and I think that's more of the, the corporate interest that takes hold there, that, that runs our government. Um, there, what was it? Um, what, because Pepe is trying to, um, I mean, like even even uh, with this whole Gulfstream pipeline, we positioned ourselves so now we are supplying Europe with oil, or at least uh, the way you know by by destroying the the Gulfstream stream pipeline, which a lot of these people and, and I have a couple of people from Germany here who definitely don't like America in that sense, where it's like. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know they're they're suffering now with their energy cri energy crisis energy crisis, um, and and I was just I was just watching this TikTok video the other day where people in Europe are uh, have to ration their energy. Yeah, man. Meanwhile, we have people just putting up Christmas lights and and fucking running their dishwasher. Is outside? Yeah, Do like just the whole thing. We're over here just living it up while other people in in supposed first world countries are like having to ration their their energy and 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 a lot you know could be said that that it could be our fault you know. But did, did you're saying people? You know people in Germany that are upset that they don't have they're having energy crisis issues this winter. Yes, yes, because because of the because of the um, because they were getting their their oil directly from Russia, 
right? Or the, the gas, yeah. Yeah, and well, the natural saying, gas. And and so when we came in and sort of started causing problems, their energy prices went way up, like way further than us even. And so, yeah, they're going to start blaming other people because, well, you know, or their government. I would just let them know, just seriously, like there was a president before the guy that we have now, and he was all about telling Merkel to not rely on the Nord Stream pipelines and to not get involved with Russia. Yeah, and they laughed him out of the room. They laughed laughed him out of the room. Yeah. And they No, and and that's true. Like yeah, we 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 told you so, Europe. We told you so (laughs) Anyway, I'm just saying there's a lot of reasons. I mean This message brought to you by Donald Trump for president. (laughs) I would say there's a lot of reasons brought to you by Pfizer. You know by Pfizer. Pay me. Fuck you, pay me. Anyway, Uh, I mean, yeah, we have Russians here in Sweden steals our our speed cameras to use the camera to war drones. Oh, Jesus. Damn, man. (laughs) It's it's a wild world. It's a wild world. And I don't think it's all America's fault. I don't think it's all China's fault. I don't think it's all, you know, UK's fault or Europe's fault. It's just we've all contributed to this shit show. And, uh, I mean, I would say, you know, like, uh, there's, there's aspects of America that I'm not proud of at all. And that, that's yeah. something that's held tight since I was a very young man. I mean, since, since the fucking second Gulf War, you know, like, mm-hmm. uh, or the Iraq War, when we were just marching into Iraq and Afghanistan <laughs> for, for the, the spread democracy, but it was yeah. really an oil it's war. Yeah. Which is all coming out now, and that's something that you know, if you've paid attention, that people have been saying this whole time. So, I've definitely been someone who who's been uh, a proud American, but like I, I, I'm proud of the idea of what America is, and I'm not very proud of what we're doing as as our government is is sort of marching us into this weird. <sighs> fucked up place. I don't yeah, know. I mean, what 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 do you what what do you think is good about being American? Desiree? Um, I don't know anymore. When I, you know, when I was younger, I just I was like, oh, we live in this country that everyone wants to be in. Like something must be great about it. You know, we can say what we want, do what we want. You know, that's great. And then then I traveled the world, hmm. and I realized that everyone's laughing at us, and no one fucking cares about coming here. No one wants to come here except for those in Mexico. And and Central America. America, yeah. There's a lot of people that still want to come here. Yeah, there's, there's not really. Not I mean, really. Okay. Not I'm actually. Good. Not like. Okay, if no you're comments. being oppressed in those countries, may, those countries in like Mexico, South America, Central America, maybe. But who were you hanging out with in the other countries? I mean, um, maybe the people you were hanging out with that are doing okay, and they were like not interested in leaving, which makes sense. Um, Bulgies. Nobody in Belize said that they wanted to come here. That I oh, I, yeah. I mean, Belize um, is beautiful. Belize is disgusting. <laughs> Most of it. It is. A lot of it is. And the only beautiful part that you see is well, one very small part. Gotcha. Oh, that's the small part I would go to. Yeah. Well, the, the, so, and that's a very poor country. It's very third world. Yeah. So, I mean, and they those and they, people don't, they love police. They love being in their country. Yeah. You know? Yeah, but but I I think there's a I think there is still an idealism that other people, especially in oppressed countries, that that see America as like you know I want to go, I I want to go somewhere where I can be fat because um where they're at they're hungry. Like I I'd known um you know an African priest that came here because 
he wanted to be fat. He's like, I want to go to America so I can be fat. You know, like, because where mm-hmm. he was at, he was starving. His family was starving. He was watching yeah. the people around him starve to death or yeah. die from dysentery uh, because they couldn't drink clean water. Uh, and they see that Americans are just like dumping water down the drain. They use water for sewage, you know, like yeah, they, right. it's, it's a, <laughs> and, and there's something to be said about our, our incessant waste, which is gross on its own behalf. But I enjoy the, uh, the, 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 the accommodations that we've been able to provide our citizens here. Like I, I enjoy flushing my shit away. You know, I enjoy being able to drink water out of the tap and not, you know, die of dysentery and being able to afford the drug that, that gets rid of dysentery because, yeah, because that, that's, I mean, for some people that can't afford their medications here, but there's, but there's a lot to work on here. I definitely agree that. But I, w- but I would also say like, does having clean drinking water, uh, in Toledo keep someone in Ghana from having clean drinking water? <laughs> I'm just saying yes. it doesn't. I mean, well, no. I, what I'm saying is, it's not a zero sum game. I think you know the lesson to learn from first world, whatever you want to call it, countries is figure out how to do that. And then you always have people who are like, well, you know, you're 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 five percent of the world's population using thirty percent of the resources or whatever. This stuff can get figured out. There's always inefficiencies, right? But I don't think the answer is that everyone goes and lives in teepees. I don't think that's helping. I don't. I don't think, you know, pooping in a Home Depot bucket in my backyard is going to help out, you know, global citizenry. But anyway, that's just me. I think figuring out how to get them to be able to do that is a big help. And there's a lot of organizations and a lot of groups that do that and come up with ways to have portable water filtration systems and teaching people how to do stuff. I mean, you know, there's people out there, they don't, a lot of them don't know some of this technology. I mean, plumbing, there is indoor plumbing is probably the biggest influence on all of our lives and we just take it for granted you know oh yeah it allows us to live in dense populations it allows for so much if we didn't have it we wouldn't be there wouldn't be as many people if we didn't have indoor plumbing well and i when i say that i you know i I just i don't want to make it seem like i don't enjoy the luxuries of bit that being an American provides me. I do. I very much do, you know, and that I didn't see any things in other countries that were, you know, I would hate to live every day doing, but you know, it's just, we have been made to believe that everybody wants to be us and we are envied by literally everyone in the world. And we're not, it just kind of, it just kind of put a lot of things in perspective to me. But for example, in in Egypt, you had to bring your own toilet paper if you wanted to use a public bathroom. Damn. Um, let me, I didn't know this rule. BYO. So (laughs) DP. I had a wipe with like some kind of wrapper I had in my purse. Yeah, because I didn't know the rule. <laughs> There's a reason we shake hands with the right hand. I think it was like a gum wrapper. I had a couple of. I don't know. Like I didn't know this rule. Hey, but you got you made it work because it's that American Cantuism that uh, yeah. got you through it. So there it is. <laughs> uh, tried a little bit. All right, guys, we're. we're g- <laughs> We're going to wrap up. Is there anything you guys want to leave? Any final thoughts or anything you would like to leave with us in our international audience here? Yeah, I would we say thanks, thanks for Kanye. Thanks for having us on. We uh, we have our 100th episode next Tuesday, I think. So that's a the big third, milestone. January 3rd. Mm-hmm. That's a big milestone for us. But um, yeah, Mike, I mean, it's nice seeing you. Again, mm-hmm. I, I love having you on our show and I love being on your show. I'd love to 
I don't know. We'll talk about. I know you do a lot of music stuff, and I'm definitely would like to talk about that sometime in the future. But yeah, we'll, no, we'll I, I, I think it just. I mean, the thing about this show is that it just goes wherever it goes. I, I, yeah, I, I, I don't cool. mind having things, you know, at topics and stuff that people want to talk about. But really, it's just I'm just we're just everywhere. chatting, you know. Everybody, make sure that you are clicking on the link in the you go to their YouTube channel, Friends of Zeus Podcast. They just. They, they, they're about to hit their 100th episode. Go subscribe to their YouTube. Go listen to them on Spotify. Desiree, is there anything else that you want to add to all this? No. Hey, I'm just here for the chat and enjoying it. So. And those rad glasses. Those, yeah, man. Those are they're awesome. awesome. <laughs> I felt left out because I didn't have glasses or sunglasses on, so I figured I'd even it out and get some sunglasses. Well, these, are my, these are my everyday sunglasses, y'all. This is not a novelty. This is why I, I wear every day to block the sun. So. I believe right. it. Gotta block the sun.